0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our weekly movie show with the boys Connor and Benny. Hello there. Guys, pretty stacked week. One topic I am very excited to talk about is the new Star Wars trilogy that's been announced, but we'll get into that later. Much later. Let's update each other on what everyone's been watching.
1: It's nice that we have this because we we never speak outside of this. (laughs) No, it's a very strict no contact rule. Well, yeah, because then we'd have nothing to talk about on the show.
2: I like it. I like
1: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll <yeah>. go first. <laughs> no, um, one, by um, all means, take it away. I uh, I had a big week this week. Big week for Benny. It was great. Um, I had the absolute pleasure of seeing uh, Charlie Chaplin's 1936 film Modern Times on the big screen, projected in 35 millimeter film. Um, I, that might actually be the oldest film I've seen certainly on the big screen um Charlie Chaplin it cannot be um, said enough just what a genius that guy was I mean you know he wrote and directed the film did the did the score and just as a, as a physical performer uh, unparalleled I think um and watching this whole movie I'd never seen it before um the biggest comparison I, I could take away was um, uh, Rowan Atkinson as mr bean because I think he really did kind of inherit that role for, for anyone our age growing up um and yeah man mr bean was it, my bread and butter mm-hmm. just slapstick genius
1: yeah. and Ro- rowan atkinson in general is an amazingly yeah. physical performer yeah. Right, yeah just in the way that he expresses with his face yeah.
2: and um some of the some of the stuff in, the, in this movie modern times it's just couldn't do it nowadays with all practices and standards <laughs> and safety and things but uh yeah really cool stuff um i also saw it only just released in australia Catherine bigelow's detroit um, oh, yeah. That's with Boyega, right? John Boyega, Boyega. Yeah, based on the 12th Street riots uh, in 1967, I believe, um, which I knew next to nothing about. And the film itself is actually about a very specific incident for the most part. And I did, I'd did, i not seen the trailer for the movie. I didn't know it was about that specifically. I'd never heard of this this incident. And i got to say, this is the scariest movie I've seen all year. Um, and I, I can't really recommend it highly enough. Um, it looks
1: terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's it's from like a, look, it kind of almost reminds me of the... The unsettling of Sicario, maybe a little bit more amped up. Yeah, yeah, um, it's yeah, almost like a
2: like a home invasion horror movie. So um, it's kind of like this for,
0: feeling of dread. It's it's there's there's
2: an impending doom. Y- yeah, it's just it's scary, and it's also scary in how relevant it is. Um, but in two thousand seventeen, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, 50, 50 years later. Um, really cool movie though. Boyega is the fucking realist of deals. I that guy like he needs to play Denzel in a biopic for one <laughs> thing, and he also needs to play uh, Malcolm X, who Denzel played because I think he'd do just as good a job. Um,
0: yeah, he rules, man. I remember the first time I saw him in uh, Attack the Block. And that's an underrated film. Nobody talks about Attack the Block. I think everyone,
2: everyone who does talk about it, says it's like one of the best things ever made. Yeah, and it's still underrated. I think. Yeah, that's not saying enough.
0: So underrated. And uh, if you're into like that sort of Shaun of the Dead. Um, style of film uh, that's just a, a must see I think
2: yeah absolutely
0: but he he fell off the radar for a long time and now he's back and now Last Jedi I think he's, in, oh, yeah,
1: I say, I think he's in some kind of a film little, that's a going little out. Star Wars yeah, yeah but
0: uh, in between Attack the Block and uh, The Force Awakens We're there wasn't really, really that much. much high profile stuff that John Boyega was doing hmm.
1: well I mean to be honest Attack the Block as you mentioned is not really high profile yeah, at all like, exactly it, it was you know kind of came and went and that was it I also not
2: done Connor. I also saw um, (laughs) um, Midnight Murder, Murder on the Orient Express. um, Okay, new Kenneth Branagh
1: film. Oh, cool! This is all right. So this is one that I'm super curious about. I I don't know. Are we going to do a review of it? I'll I'll give you a quick little one now. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, no,
2: I I think I know where you're coming from because the trailers were a little bizarre, a lot bizarre with the Imagine Mm -hmm. Dragons song and everything, and the. Uh, There was a great meme that came out of that first trailer for it, which I I could not get enough of. Um, But, yeah, I saw this on 70mm film in in an absolutely giant cinema. That was the main reason I went in, because I was pretty ambivalent about it before release. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Kenneth Branagh was a fantastic Poirot, really fun. The movie itself was kind of fluffy and light, the mystery didn't pack much of a punch mm. I, I thought i knew what it was as well the like what the the twist or whatever was or the, the the reveal and i i did it turns out so it yeah didn't didn't take take me much that way but
1: you so um, can just assume that george will be thoroughly surprised then oh yeah <laughs> i'll be flawed
2: yeah i never know that what? shit. Yeah, but, but yeah i i recommend it It was a really cool kind of old
1: school film um i feel like you were you were really kind of if not ambivalent, almost against it, um, when we were talking about it before. Well, yeah, I was just very much like, "Who is this
2: for?" But but now that I've seen it, like the marketing was weird for it. I feel like they were trying to go for younger people, which this is this is not at all. Yep. This is a really old school kind of movie, and and yeah, just a really fun mystery adventure kind of thing. Yeah, cool, and and well made. Branagh did a really good job.
0: So Brenner directed it. Yeah, cool. I like his stuff.
2: Yeah. I've seen Thor. <laughs> I like the I like the guy.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um. Do you want to go next, Connor? Well, the, this is the thing. I haven't actually really watched anything this week. I I did watch um, Batman vs Superman with you guys. Ultimate
0: um, Edition, yeah. Ultimate Edition, and I, I and I believe
1: it's Batman v Superman. Sorry, Batman Important v Superman. <laughs> um, and we'll uh, we'll have a review up of that right as well. now. Right now. Right um, now. Right now. Right now. But uh, apart from that, I just. I, I don't know, I just haven't watched anything. I've, yeah. been, I wa- I've been watching a little bit of Suits, rewatching watching that. Cool. Um, but that's, I mean, yeah, it's just Suits. <laughs> yeah. Damn. No, give us a five to 10 minute update. Update of <laughs> what it's like, yeah. yeah. I, I went back and, and watched like, you know, kind of season one, two and three. I don't actually. <laughs> which is, no, I'm just, uh, what I will say is that it's, it's really kind of depressing when you go back to um, a series in which, the earlier season, uh, the earlier seasons are the best of the bunch. Community. Yeah, um, and then you kind of realize, oh, it just gets, it just goes down from here. It's just lining in a bottle. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, we actually tried to watch Batman v Superman on Tuesday when we got together, myself and Benny. Um, Connor, you were out drinking or something. Mm-hmm. And Melbourne um, Cup. Melbourne Cup. Yeah, of course. Torture, um, horse torture. And we political stance. <laughs> we uh, I whipped out the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition on Blu-ray, and uh, the second disc with the Ultimate Edition wasn't there, and in its place was Civil War by Marvel. The,
2: the greatest gift ever given. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, we before before we realized that that disc was the Ultimate Edition, like they were on separate discs we put on the normal version and watched that for like 20 minutes and realized, hey, this is exactly the same. Like this scene is supposed to be way longer. We knew the scene in Africa had way more details in it. So anyway, long story short... We watched it's, Civil War. This is
1: not a short story. You've already made this a long story.
0: <laughs> we, re, we, we said, we don't want to watch this. We want to wait till the ultimate edition, which we got, to, as you mentioned, Connor, we got together on Thursday to watch that. And uh, so then we decided, hey, it's fate that Civil War is in this box. Let's chuck that on. So we went and watched the whole of Civil War. And that was friggin' awesome. Love that movie. Particularly love that first sequence with Crossbones. Like, that is just so cool.
2: How'd you like the, the last half hour or so, George?
0: The last half hour, <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up, so I fell asleep from uh, airport scene onwards. Uh, sorry, at, at the end of the airport scene to the end, which I think is the weakest part of the film. I feel the like the airport scene is the weakest. No, part. No, no, past the airport scene. So once the airport scene's finished,
1: I love that. Disagree, man. I yeah. think yeah. that, that, that yeah. Captain
2: America Iron Man fight is just pure gold. Yeah, I don't know, and I'm not. I don't think it's like stronger than what came before. I just think it's all really watchable. Yeah, I think. I, think I feel the, like the that's intrigue the peak.
1: of it. I think the intrigue is still there as well. Like just as far as storyline, like the reveal that it's... The emotion, like all of the film's
2: emotion is right there. But yeah, that was really fun to watch that again. And I I mentioned on the show just a few weeks ago that I I watched it. um, And I was just so happy to to sit down and watch it again. Yeah. It's It's, so rewatchable. It is. Yeah, it's a very rewatchable film. It's a
0: really good one in Marvel's catalogue. We've got a little competition going in anticipation for Justice League. Uh, we sat down and watched BVS this week. So uh, we're going to give away a copy of the Ultimate Edition. So all you need to Blu-ray. do. Yeah. 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 Ultimate Edition Blu ray. Um, all you need to do is go to our Facebook, give us a like, and on the pinned post, Let us know which of the two characters you think would win in an epic fight, and give us a reason why the most creative answer in the comments will win a copy of BVS Ultimate Edition
2: on Blu ray, plus some other goodies. I gotta say, it really hurts us to give this Blu ray away, but uh, we'll do it for you guys.
1: Yeah, we'll do it. Um, And you know, you're opening yourself up to. A bunch of people commenting being like, well, obviously Batman because he won in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get blocked if you... Yeah. <laughs> look look beyond that.
0: Yeah, so head to our Facebook. The podcast strikes back and uh, get in there. Anyway, let's get into the news. Big stories this
1: week. Yeah, this, this has been a big week. First on our list is Disney has been in talks to buy Fox. Talks have now concluded but uh, could resume in the future. Um, this is incredibly interesting for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, one of which, of course, is just Disney's seeming monopoly on, um, on you know, big studio um, films. They're, they're taking everything. No it's one's crazy. safe. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, Fox is, is in the crosshairs, then God knows.
2: Just to clarify, this was for um, parts of Fox's business, not the whole deal. Um, oh, Fox would, they, is way too huge for that. Well, the, yeah, they would, they would not take Fox News or Fox Sports um, and they could not buy Fox, the, the, the um, television network, because they already own ABC. Um, so there's a conflict there. But, uh, yeah, all the movie and TV stuff uh, would be theirs, which means not only would they have X-Men back... <laughs> Can we just say we've got a podcast dog for this episode? Yeah. She's yeah, going nuts. I, I don't think much of it's going to get picked up, but uh, there is a little gremlin running around the room, so <laughs> you, might you might hear some, some <laughs> growls in the back. Um, if you want to see the podcast dog, go to our Instagram because we've got some photos up there. It's worth it. She's weird looking. Um, So what was I saying? So yeah, they, Certain they, parts of
1: Fox are, are looking to be bought by Disney.
2: Yeah. So, but yeah, what is like the biggest parts of this are? Folk, uh, Disney would own the X Men again. Yep. The film rights to the X Men, which I don't even want to think about how that would all pan out. But and they would also own the rights to the original Star Wars trilogy, um, which means we would probably see a release.
0: Yeah, we would maybe even see the original theatrical cut on Blu Ray, which that's well, or in cinemas. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- oh, I, I reckon they'd think be happy that. to just pump that back out wow. into cinemas. Yeah. That would go nuts. Mm. I didn't mm. even think about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah no, it, as I said, interesting for a number of reasons. Um, how do you feel about, uh, there was a, um, uh, a post put up by Ryan Reynolds uh, talking about, you know, what does this mean for like things like Deadpool? Um, uh, that could be interesting. Yeah, I feel There like- was already some speculation, you know, early on. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, really kind of confirmed or anything, but some speculation that there might have been a crossover in the works um you know it's it it could happen i feel like fox is on such
0: a great run um they've really done some really good work recently Mm -hmm. in particular deadpool and logan Mm -hmm. and i want to see how this pans out and if those properties went to disney you know what are they going to do with a property like deadpool I mean, what's gonna happen? They're just gonna water it down, or is it gonna be all integrated into the MCU? This would be
2: the worst thing for both franchises if we're yeah. talking
1: specifically Marvel and X-Men.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I kinda like I that separation
1: right yeah, now. And... I don't want to see X-Men in because it has a it's very different tonally. It's and I mean, let's be honest, when when we say that Fox is doing some really cool things now, yes, but it has to be with the caveat that they are still kind of at that fifty percent hit rate. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, they make a good film, then they make a bad film. They make a good film, then they make a bad film. So I feel like, you know, that kind of... But
0: the good films, I feel, I feel have been superb, as opposed to, that was good.
1: Yeah. This would but probably... the bad ones have been... <laughs> yeah, Apocalypse. <laughs> really bad. You know my sense on
2: Apocalypse, one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine that if this went ahead, and as we said, the talks have concluded for now, but they're kind of just on pause it could happen eventually um i would imagine that it would be almost like a pixar situation when they bought pixar and kind of just let them keep running as their an autonomous thing like they didn't start releasing you know little mermaid pixar movies or anything
1: which is is more well i mean it's a little bit different in in that vein because this is a you know as an original property things that belong together um So, I mean, there will definitely be more incentive for them to combine. The plan for the MCU is so, um,
2: you know, relative to like DC or anything set in stone. You know, they haven't done much to change the the huge um, plan that they've put forward. And I don't think they'd be in any rush to be like, hey, let's water down this MCU, which has been going so well with like um, crappy new
1: Cyclops or something. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine there being any need to. But,
0: well, okay, so here's the other side of the argument is we're coming up to, you know, Infinity War, we're coming up to Adventures 4, this is the end of Phase 3 of Marvel MCU. Absolutely, and we've we've only got like three films lined up after that. Yeah, so what happens, you know, what if we start getting real stale here? Disney acquires Fox and all these properties and then we get... A new version of Wolverine. We get a new version of Cyclops, and we see another kind of like convergence where you see, you know, these two worlds overlap yeah. for the first time. But you know what? The I the MCU
2: I... already has mutants with the mm. Inhumans. We should stick with
1: those. <laughs> 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 I feel like we could. Or, well,
0: what are what they called in? Um, sorry, sorry. What are they called in um, Age of Ultron? They're called. Um, they weren't allowed to
2: use mutants for. Um, uh, Strucker refers to them as miracles. Um,
1: no, they're um, enhanced. Enhanced. The enhanced, enhanced. Yeah, individuals. Yeah, um, and they're created. They're not, you know, born of evolution or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. Look, I, I think what they might do, and as you said, like coming with phase four, they might steal a couple of characters, um, and have them in that. Um, the the problem with that is the characters that they would probably want are characters that, um that are already fairly cemented in the other universe as in if they went with Wolverine, it would be somewhat bold to go with a Wolverine that wasn't Hugh Jackman. Because at they, least they, for, they'd get Hugh Jackman. Well and well, yeah, of course. But then then it's not just would. stealing the characters they absolutely it's, it's would. Stealing they're so. talking
2: about buying Fox outright. If they're gonna bring Wolverine into this universe, if they're gonna bother doing that, they're gonna give Hugh Jackman five hundred million dollars to do it. Mm. I, re- I, I don't look,
0: think I, so. I, they could get, I think I could so. Look them. what they've done with Tom Holland. They didn't bring back, you know... They- oh, Andrew Garfield?
1: <laughs> 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 who who Beloved is so solidified? <laughs>
0: One of the best of all time, Andrew <laughs> Sorry, Garfield. That
1: is actually your argument. Look at Spider-Man, the absolute <laughs> hey, travesty of a franchise. Yeah, I had to grab it something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're thinking on the spot sometimes, you know, <laughs> it doesn't quite work out for you. Um, no, they, would recast. Think, they would recast. But uh, as I'm thinking, like, you know... Uh, it would be bold to, to try and recast Wolverine. It would be bold, you know, even though it's only been one movie. Deadpool, I think, is so intertwined with Ryan Reynolds now. I don't think you can can really recast no. You would it. have to keep. You would have to yeah, keep. Deadpool. but as soon as you do that, as soon as you keep the actors, then you're keeping some semblance of the continuity. And mentioning
2: Deadpool, though. Uh, he's the one I think who could weather the storm because he's so meta, and I mean his movie yeah. already hugely referenced the MCU. Yeah. Like it, or, like people already think that movie is part of the MCU. So. Well, and
1: I, I, I thought there were some very convincing arguments. Like I was convinced that uh, that final battle at um, uh, at the big tanker or that was one of the um, carriers, Yeah, Helicar- that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's why that's they were so intentional that they did that. Mm.
2: So that's the one character I think who could, in a very re- referential way, pop up. If, yeah, if, it yeah. Doesn't feel
0: if, like an you know. issue with Deadpool.
1: Yeah, well, no, but but for for those aforementioned reasons, that is one of the examples that I'm using as Mm. you know, who do you bring back and and how do you bring them? Um, I would
0: just love to see. I really am keen to see a new interpretation of X Men because it's one of those franchises that I loved when I was a kid. I absolutely loved the cartoon series, and that particular interpretation had a very sort of post apocalyptic science fiction aspect to it that I would love to see Mm. tapped into. And I feel like Marvel, they would know how to do it. They know how to do Black... Like, we haven't seen Black Panther, but it looks like they know what they're doing with that.
2: So are you talking about X-Men in the MCU, though?
0: X-Men, yeah. like, And we can do it like Guardians. Like, how often does Guardians cross over with the other characters? No,
2: you can't, because we're talking about something that has huge ramifications for... The world that those characters live in, yeah. not not some distant corner of the galaxy, and that's you want to make like an alternate Earth yeah. or something. Like
1: the, but what about, the what, the about Marvel, Marvel, what about the Marvel? What about
2: the thing, Netflix series, though? Thing, what about De- no, no, the
1: Netflix series with Disney? George, with X
2: Men, we're talking about mutants, which is like a significant percentage of the population of Earth since like the '60s. Like I, I think it's it's too 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 big the ramifications on the the whole MCU. I think, because it's what I like about X-Men. X-Men I think is the one um, Marvel property that works so much better on its own without all of the other properties. Mm. I agree. I agree to, But I, I, what
0: I'm more, I'm less concerned about integrating in the, un, the MCU. I'm not advocating that. I'm more wanting to see a new interpretation of the X-Men. Yeah, I, and, I, and I want to see a, a, a shot of adrenaline to the vein because... Adamantium? It, Adamantium <laughs> to the vein because it needs it. If I feel this,
1: this will be the interesting thing if they do that. If Marvel goes ahead with a separate universe, so far, as far as I'm aware, every Marvel property that has come out, particularly in movies or major TV shows, has been a part of the same universe. They, you know, and, and, and has been referenced in some small way. It will be really interesting to see if they try and do a completely different property when you see that Marvel. You know, beginning at every Marvel property has them, Are you? How are they going to mitigate people thinking this is part of the MCU, or is it something different? Because, like I said, that 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 logo that that studio has become synonymous with this universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. In
2: all fairness, so the Marvel logo appears in front of, you know, all the X Men movies and as well.
1: It, it does, but it's not. Um, the same kind. It's, it? it's not the same. Yeah. incredible. The
2: <laughs> second way. <Yeah.
1: laughs> we
2: are the best thing in the world.
1: Mm. Kevin Feige just jerking off on screen. Yeah. Well, mate. Like, if you make, um, you know, if you make this kind of like franchise, Lewis, then, like Louis CK. Yeah. Oh, that's. <laughs> moving, on. Uh, are, are we moving on. Are we moving on? We happy to, to. Yeah, I'm, some, I'm happy. <laughs> um all right so this this is another interesting one kevin spacey's role in the already completed all the money in the world has been recast with christopher Plummer. this is wild this is not just like a a film that you know is just about finished shooting and like this is a completed film completed film it was
2: set to premiere a little while ago um at a film festival yeah and it's set for a uh, December 22nd release And they're keeping that release date
0: One month away Yeah
2: This um, this is unprecedented This is crazy Like all this Kevin Spacey stuff We You know We speculated on What was going to happen to his career I don't think any of us thought It was going to go this south This quick Like he's been Like he was There was a whole Oscar campaign For this movie For his role in it And he's just been Erased Yeah I think It's it was, amazing It was last
1: week We, we said it's probably done Yeah yeah, but there's One a difference ago. between being done and being erased, being like removed from insane. stuff you've already <laughs> completed. You know, this is but that's awesome. a nail in the co- that to me is you're
2: done, son.
0: Yeah, you know, this is that's awesome. really it.
2: Good on him, all. Ridley. Yeah. I don't say many nice things about him, but this is really cool. I love that. They, I mean, Ridley's like fucking eighty years old, and yeah. he's coming back to work on an completed yeah. film. Um, it was only ten days of shooting that um, Spacey did on the film. Um, and apparently, it's only going to cost them like ten million dollars or something, which I think is nothing compared to the good PR they're going to get oh, out of
1: this. The oh, goodwill. The, I mean, yeah. the movie would or, have or not mitigating not a the losses money. that they would have suffered if they With had kept Kevin's Spacey, Spacey because film, you can yeah. imagine how many people would have boycotted this film simply because of his involvement. Um, the the other interesting thing will be, um, you know, if if Spacey got paid for this film, um, or not just paid, if like he had like cuts or something like that, that'll be the interesting thing if they still pay him out on that. That would be all contractually obligated stuff. Do we think that this will have a major impact on the actual quality of the film? I think it'll be better.
2: I think there'll be a, no distracting, weird, Kevin Spacey makeup head. Yeah. Christopher is an awesome actor and more than that, he's an actual old man playing an old man. Yeah, we, we were
0: speaking to, <laughs> about that in our Facebook chat. Um, like, Prometheus with... Um, Guy Pierce, terrible prosthetic makeup, with,
1: with the sole purpose of doing it for a um f- a fucking promo, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I think Christopher Plummer is just like this majestic old man. <laughs> I love that. I love dude. watching him run free in in the in the fields.
1: Yeah, <laughs> majestic old man.
0: Seriously, I fuck? I love him, man. I love that guy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think he's a great choice for this role. Yeah. <laughs> what. <laughs> I mean, Spacey... What? What's wrong with me saying I just, that? I, I, he just just seems like, are you
1: denying his majesty? <laughs> yeah.
0: I just feel like he's one of those dudes, like a, like a kind yeah. person, I I've, feel.
1: I've never really, you know, quote unquote, forgiven him for, um, uh, in my eyes, kind of ruining the Dumbledore character. Um, that's that was, just, I mean, well, it's, it's always never, like an asterisk look, next to his look, name.
2: Look, you make a really good point, except that that was Michael Gambon.
1: Oh, fuck, it was. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? But I still won't forgive him for it. <laughs> fuck you, Christopher Palmer. <laughs> what
0: oh, fuck. He's of your breed, isn't I, he? Canadian? I, oh, what? no, he's Swedish, isn't he? What? He's, he's I'm really glad Swedish. that we're bugging this up Swedish, so Canadian. badly <laughs> that like, oh, we've oh, all we decided are, to. Man, okay, you're in with us on this he's one. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's but, Canadian. Is he? Yeah, yeah he's Canadian.
1: That's, yeah, I hate I, him too. <laughs> I, I, I had, oh, and he's
0: Swedish as well. No, he's not Swedish. I had
1: a little moment where I. I mix people up. Oh, They're all people. They all look the same. He was Swedish in just, that movie that was
0: set in Sweden, which is the girl, the dragon tattoo. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, no, that's my mistake. I just had a bit of a moment. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this then. <laughs>
2: Fuck. Oh, my God, that is so amazing. Um, uh, anyway, though. That's th- Michael Gambon. Like, I, I, <laughs> um, none of us, none of us um, would say that uh, Kevin Spacey isn't a great actor, certainly. But I think they found someone who could deliver just a disaggregated performance. Yeah, uh, if not a little more uh, believable. Yeah, there's,
1: there's, you know, this is not one of those roles where I'm like, oh, Spacey definitely needs to play this. Yeah. This needs to be the best mm. gaze. I mean, like in things like House of Cards, I can't imagine that character being played by anyone else. Yeah, but um, uh, that's that's another except thing for that, Kevin James.
0: That's another thing. Um,
1: <laughs> <yeah>. But
0: <laughs> did, did that happen last week? That his uh, um, Frank Underwood is getting written out. Of six yeah, I think six. Oh, we,
1: well, we talked about it last week. Yeah. Did we talk about it last um, week? And so he's
0: just getting excluded, you know, he's, he's, he's done. Always,
1: yeah, d- he is done. He's he's done. done. He really
0: is. There's no other way to say it.
1: So, um, yeah. yeah uh, on that, on I guess on that train, um, another bombshell came out this week about Louis C.K.
2: Did you, did you say so you read his um, statement? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, he yeah. mentioned, like, I think five times how admired he is. I know. This, <laughs> I, I was like, like, oh, man. Right, you, I know there, what you're doing right now. I know you, what you're doing. <laughs> Louis C.K., haven't you done enough jerking off? yeah. Um, yeah, that, like that was that was bad, and there was no apology in there. But um, it was it was better than all the deniers, certainly. Yeah. But anyway, this has been floating around for at least a year now. All of all of these allegations against him. Um, this has just really become much more official with that one. Mm. Um, yeah. George Takei as well, Covenant George yeah. yeah, that's oh, my.
1: insane.
0: And then um, also, um, I'm not really surprised about anyone anymore. And then Ellen Page's um, uh, post about Brett Ratner. Yeah, post about Brett. Brett Amazing, Ratner. really worth yeah. a read. And uh, very sad, very sad. Yeah, um, well, it's all sweet. sad.
1: Like none of it is is um, it's particularly it's good. It's just
0: uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's. I mean, I'm glad all of this is coming out. Absolutely, it's I'm, Hollywood's I'm reckoning. I mean, it's it's okay. just every day like there's something bad. Like somebody who you potentially you know respect and admire, you know, once again.
2: And then there's Ed Westwick, who nobody thought was a good bloke, so. That one's
0: fine. Yeah, but um uh, but I'm glad I'm glad this is all happening. Let's let's ask them all. And can we um, also
1: say like day forty seven or whatever it is of this reckoning? And Marvel seems to still still be untouched. I'm so on Marvel, let's let's get through this entire thing without anyone being a dick on that on that you know you reckon entire it's project for ever.
2: Look, 2018 is going to going I, I, look, be the year where Hollywood is only women, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Who gets some really interesting bring stuff out of that? Yeah,
1: bring it yeah. on. Amazon Studios uh, are in talk to adapt Lord of the Rings as a series. Now, this does not excite me at all. (laughs) Uh, um,
2: I don't think there's any concrete information yet, unless there's some official sources that I haven't seen about what they're looking to adapt. Because certainly if this is an adaptation of the Lord of the Rings saga, those three or six books, um, then no, don't do it, don't do it. But if this oh, yeah. is if this is something else from the universe, something from the Silmarillion, perhaps, um, cool. I mean, it can't be worse than the Hobbit, right? It's going to be.
1: <laughs> don't don't issue that like a challenge, <laughs> please. It's <laughs> going <laughs> to be. It's
2: going to be the Lord of the Rings. Like it's
0: going to be Fellowship, Two Towers. Now, as I just said, the is there any King.
1: official information on that? Because
0: I, I really don't think there is. I, I I don't think there's official information, but my gut tells me that's what it
2: is. Your gut is right half the time. <laughs> I, I, I just think that's such a boneheaded move I don't think they would go for that honestly First really two things okay. like you, don't,
1: you don't touch that kind of classic Like 10 years after it's
0: It's been 15 years they'll go back 15. for whatever man. And by the time this comes that'll be 20 years It's it's ripe for the picking It's I can not see this. suited to I can see this going down but the Lord in... of the
2: Rings is like the probably the most universally Agreed upon like good adaptation Of a thing Yeah. So
1: that would just be I mean Nah. It's, it's insane it's i mean like uh.
0: but okay so here's first two things that popped into my head when this story broke yeah number 1 let's say it is uh an adaptation of those books that i mentioned mm-hmm. We're gonna to see Tom Bombadil's son. Yes,
1: finally. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, this is the thing. Like, and I, when I first watched it, I was the same way. I was like, "Oh, there's no Tom Bombadil."
0: So they'll be able to, It'll be a different interpretation. They'll be able to pull out more. Tom, but
1: you don't need Tom Dom- Bombadil in this. Like, as much as it, like,
0: you as don't. Much you if... don't. But there, there's so many details like uh, Tom Bombadil that haven't been mentioned. And for the people who are really engaged with Lord of the Rings, I think this you is, know, is the fallacy of people there's, thinking there's...
1: more is better. And like, you know,
0: different, think, I'm saying different.
1: I, know, I Well, but the, the difference is that there would be more. Like that's, that's what you're saying. So I'm more lenient towards an idea of like, if they're going to start doing things in the Samarillion or even creating their own stories, mm. you know, based on things in the universe, which is what Tolkien wanted. He wanted people to be adding to the story and to creating more of the mythos. Like the,
2: the Shadow of Mordor games,
1: which are, stories are... <laughs> I mean, they're cool. No, I can't
2: even affect that. The worst fucking stories in... I mean, you're an Assassin's Creed player, so you probably have a high tolerance to um, really boring well, stories. Well, I mean,
1: in terms of, you know, that style of game, like the concepts and the... I mean, there's, there really isn't much story in Shadow of Mordor. I know. Talion, it's, Talion's it's
2: like the worst character. Characters, really. Ever. I is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but and I then,
1: mean, like, I just... I like the the, the, the whole um, kind of... It, it, it's a caveat. But it's it's still, you know, adding to the mythos and, you know, you as much as I hate to say it, like I think Peter Jackson had the right idea when he went in doing The Hobbit mm. um, of not only, um, you know, kind of grabbing stuff from the Samarillion, um, but also, sorry, Zoe is biting my feet. It's really <laughs> distracting. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> podcast dog Zoe's the dog by the way of brought <laughs> 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 his girlfriend yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I saying <laughs> um, yeah I, I think that, that he had the right idea not, again not only just in terms of um, adding stuff from the Samarillion and, and the other works but also creating characters and um, adding to that mythos I, I,
0: nice notion I, I it's, feel it's the right idea terrible ex- execution
1: Horrendous. And I, 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 I still feel bad blaming Peter Jackson for this, because I think that, that was re- he was really a victim of circumstance in that.
0: It was a, it, he was a victim of, hey, there's another billion dollars on the table. If we release another film, let's chuck in 200 million to make a third Hobbit film. That was the equation there. I, don't,
1: I, I think the equation...
0: That was, was the equation. I, I blame...
1: When I when I really look at the issue with that, I blame the studio. I don't blame Peter Jackson. I think yeah. Peter Jackson got majorly shafted.
0: But Peter him. Jackson's Bear pretty Bear. entrenched in that side of things. Uh, he's heavily involved with New Zealand tourism. Mm-hmm. Like he's a businessman. And it's not like um, he's made anything good since All of the Rings either. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... Oh, wait, can I just say the second thing that I thought of no. when uh, I saw this? Um... Would they keep the same theme as in music?
1: Oh, that is very interesting, actually, because that's iconic at this point. Very iconic. The Howard Shore score.
0: Yeah. Um, you would have to, wouldn't you? I feel like you would have to. Probably try and get Howard on board.
1: Is, this is the other thing. Are they remaining in the same continuity within this?
0: Well that's the thing. If they, so if they but if, but if, if they redo a... if they redo it, it's not gonna be in the good, same good if they redo it and they remain in the same continuity <laughs> and they have to get all
1: the
2: actors back and shoot the exact same thing. Elijah Wood would be exactly the same. It'd so be if they fun. just release the actual movies in like half hour segments. <laughs> <laughs> like they just cut it up and put a couple
1: more deleted scenes um, in it. Yeah, look you could probably have a couple of seasons worth in that. Yeah. Um So wait, you you're the head of uh, Amazon. I know this is news to you. Yeah. Um,
2: you're the head of Amazon. What? Um, oh, hey there. What? <laughs> that's spot on, man. Yeah. What angle do you a take on Bezos this? Good Bezos impression. What? Uh, what angle do you take on this? What do you want to adapt? I,
0: if I would go for a Lord of the Rings straight adaptation, I wouldn't do now, Silmarillion.
1: I, no, I, would, I wouldn't. Because I, I, again, I think that that's such a business side. You're Jeff Bezos. Maybe you care about Lord of the Rings. Maybe you don't. But you would have to recognize that what you would be trying to do is take one of the most beloved. Um, trilogies of the last 20 years Or or even last 50 years And try and make that Like throw a Hail Mary pass And,
0: and do a, it, yeah. a Force Awakens you That know? is
1: very different Than Force Awakens Number one you're changing mediums um You know Number two You're not re-
0: Repurposing
1: it you're, for a new but, but generation again, You're not Like re- the
0: Lord of the re- Like the, the Game of Thrones There's a difference between Game the- of Thrones I, I'm just saying the idea The idea The idea uh, yeah, like, but
1: there, there's a massive, di- like, there's know, a massive difference in the idea of taking a property and redoing that property in a different continuity and continuing a story, you know, onward. Like, Force Awakens is a completely different set of circumstances. I'm just
0: saying reintroducing um, a franchise to a new generation.
1: Well, yeah, and in in that case, if I'm Jeff Bezos, I I say you know, like he actually has any interest in this whatsoever, but um i'm saying let's continue the story or explore different areas of the story there's there are there are parts of that mythos that they could go to it could be there's like uh, there's vampires in this world that they could go explore. There's None you know, of it's that interesting. Like, it's it's massively interesting. All oh, right, I was kind of looking for a one-word answer
2: there, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's
1: great. No, no, no. I mean, there there are some like really properly interesting stories out there. The,
2: the creation myth of Middle is Earth is, is the best I've ever read. Like, if I had to pick a religion, it would probably be that one. <laughs> um, I, I think there's some amazing stuff in the Silmarillion. There's so many little stories. It's such a huge saga. I think you could pick out any number of little things, maybe focus on a different thing every season or something. Yeah. It'd be really cool. It like Knights like n- n- of the Story. Old Republic style, you know, just go really far back. It remove. could be, but, you
0: know, I, I've heard from some people that the Silmarillion is very similar to the Lord of the Rings where it's so detailed, but it, it goes to another level where it doesn't have that compelling aspect
1: well, to it. It's it's not so, the same kind of narrative. and, and But that gives them more c- freedom to mm. make it compelling.
0: Well, if they do it well, then, you know,
2: Hot take: if they do it well it'll be if good if they do it well
0: um, you know that's that's my headline of this week the one
2: thing we haven't mentioned here the most obvious thing we should start with is they're obviously trying to make their own Game of Thrones So
0: that's what I was that's what I was about to say is it's post Game of Thrones
2: yeah so I think they would be looking for something that's a bit more of a blank slate that they could play around with and have some some nuance in the characterization which Lord of the Rings for all its strengths does not have you've got the good guys you've got the bad guys there's no such thing as like a, a conflicted orc you know
1: which which I mean it, there's, I mean, in, in the movies, there certainly isn't in the books and in the extended kind of mythos. There definitely is. I mean, Sauron himself is a conflicted character, um, which you know, how are you gonna? You don't have that like exposition scene where I think the eye, this big talks. flaming eye. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. There's not much you can do with that. Like, but if you look into the backstory, anyways, it doesn't matter. I think that it could be all right if they um, did like a series around different times or characters than um, the original trilogy. Having said that, I'd just rather them leave the property alone at the end of the day.
0: I wouldn't, I would not say no to a live action version of the books. Um, especially Wait, even what? bring
1: live action, version like, sorry, books.
0: sorry, um, a TV version of the books. Okay. <laughs> um, uh specifically the, the 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 you know the films that were used for the peter jackson movies um oh god <laughs> <laughs> i'm into it i'm into it especially if you get maybe even get old mate guillermo del toro to head it up um let's do it
1: we, <laughs> rework the, the hobbit. hobbit do that that's fine i'm okay with that
2: yeah me too All Right, that's our uh, lord of the rings talk for
1: 2017 <laughs> mm. Um, our next story is Disney streaming service to feature live action Star Wars series plus Marvel, High School Musical and Monster Inc. shows.
2: Okay, so we'll get to the Star Wars stuff in George's Star Wars
1: yeah. corner. Yeah, we will. Um, But obviously live action Marvel. Is it Marvel series? Or are we just talking about like the the movies that are already So out? it's
0: gonna migrate from the Netflix series. It's gonna yeah. migrate to this... Uh, um streaming service so you know Daredevil Jessica Jones the Defenders all of that is going to be reintegrated into is Disney it? yeah yeah they're going to pull it
1: how cuz that's that's Netflix produced that's not just that's not Disney that's Netflix
0: uh Netflix produced but I'm sure the licensing deal will will expire or you know something I I think this that's probably why this is all happening is that relationship is probably going to Um, dissolve dissolve, because contractually it's over and then this then disney will launch its streaming service with you know whatever marvel Mm. um, but if if it's netflix
1: original content then the licensing doesn't really matter like they can't they can't pull it from netflix like you you can't you know stop sony from releasing spider-man even if the um the license like it's already property that's made
0: Uh, yeah yeah i'm not saying like the old stuff I'm saying like all oh, the, new, okay. the, st- new, the new stuff that will be produced it'll will be, interesting be to see whether they on have, the streaming service platform. Yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see whether they have um, the ability to continue on in that co- continuity because that specific IP would be, you know, John Berthol as the Punisher um, would presumably be with Netflix as well. I don't imagine that um, Disney
2: has allowed Netflix to make these series without a lot of contingencies yeah. for, for this kind of thing, yeah but i i'm not even so certain that this is what they're talking about i mean they've got like they've got their netflix stuff but they've got like shows on like two or three other networks as well um this could just be completely original stuff more yeah. in line with the mcu yeah like the mcu proper <laughs> i don't imagine their streaming service would have um the kind of graphic violence no. from the netflix shows
0: but we said they're pulling like they're going to pull all their content from yeah. like are they all going all their content are they going to um, but like the distinction you're making, I'm not sure about the distinction you're making. Like, I know it's produced by Netflix, but you know that's still Disney's property. So in terms of like the the minutia of the the agreement, we can't say what will happen.
1: Mm. No, I, but, I don't know, but I'd be I I would be incredibly shocked if. Uh, Netflix gave up their right to though that the property that's already been made. I would be really shocked if Netflix had any rights in this scenario. They did well, with like Disney. A, essentially, yeah. what I'm saying is like if you've got a Netflix stamp on something, um, and it's original content created for that platform,
0: it's not original content. It's based on an IP.
2: So, that, but
1: that that's not what it, that's not what's being referenced when they say original content. It's that they paid for this to be produced. That's what's meant by original content in this context. So like, we just don't know enough about this.
2: I mean, then that's true, yeah. In the sense of they haven't released the information, and we just don't actually like we're not in this business.
1: I would call <laughs> original
0: content something that's not based on an IP.
1: I mean, original content for um, Netflix very famously is House of Cards, but that's not their IP. That's based off um, uh, uh, intellectual property from. Uh, uh, All right, I'm some, starting the timer for ten minutes, so you can argue about original content for that long, <laughs> and then we're moving on. <laughs> You're giving us an entire ten minutes. Yeah. No, so I mean that that's that's not what that means when it when they're talking original content. it's just and, and, and I, I thought mean, my joke would end that I <laughs> know, yeah. oh, no no no, that statement ended it
2: but let's talk about the the important one here though high school musical series
1: <laughs> George's face my that's girl. like <laughs> that's like you know the next glee or it was the glee before glee, but in terms of- This would be, <laughs> be the next Glee. <laughs> They're just alternating. Like, you know, one generation gets High School Musical, then yeah. the next one gets Glee, and then it's High School Musical 2.0. I and missed then, out on both. So sad. Oh, it's rough. Glee got a lot of shit. And I just remember the allegiance like, of That fans. was, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> that was something that was, you were either very hot or cold on. Like there was no kind of like, oh yeah, I check on Glee sometimes. Like you either loved that shit or you fucking hated it. I think then the people who loved it hated it later on as well. Probably, yeah. But that's kind of just the curse of most TV shows is you either stick with them long enough to hate them or you quit early enough. <laughs> <laughs> to become the villain. What is that?
2: Monst- Monsters Inc. series. Fuck yeah. Good. Did you
1: guys like Monsters University?
2: Like I didn't hate it. I, when I saw it, it was very nothing, but I feel
1: like they've probably released
2: worse since. So yeah. damn it, Pixar. Comparatively.
1: Okay, here's a good one. Universal's dark universe is dead before it's... Barely even begun, as Alex Kurtzman and Chris Morgan have departed the Mummy franchise. Go this, on. we we called it. Yeah, we called the. I mean, the whole world did.
0: <laughs> wasn't um, uh, wasn't that the article? podcast strikes back? Gets the exclusive. <laughs> <scoop. laughs> yeah,
1: this is. Um, I mean, not very surprising, even from a like kind of conceptually. Um, you know, before we even saw the Mummy, I could have probably told you that this was not going to work out. Um, I mean, it's just. Everyone has seen the success of Marvel um, and they have decided to try and copy the success of Marvel without, you know, taking it, it seems as though these people have looked at that success and be like, oh, we can definitely do that, but let's not bother to try and do it the way that Marvel did it because they, the want, reasons. they want to accelerate it too fast. Yeah. Mm. And the whole, the whole success of, well, not the whole, but like one of the key factors of, uh, of Marvel's success is they took their time building up this universe
0: an easy way to have done uh, the mummy um with those references that they had they had so many references to the bigger picture in this hmm. with you know Russell Crowe's character and all that crap um, they could have just had a little hook at the end A little post-credit sequence yep. And that would have been enough That would have been more valuable I feel If they just really spearheaded and gone for the mummy And just really gone with that Rather than trying to integrate all that crap in there I think that would have served them a lot better
2: Well, Considering they just swept Dracula Untold under the rug So we can forget about that as a starting point With this as the first film just Every priority should have been on making a good movie mm. And they could literally worry about making a universe after the film has been released.
1: Like, and I, I know i probably asked you this before, but what did you think of Dracula? Dra- Dracula? Dracula. 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 Dracula's. Uh, untold, whatever. Um, I never
2: actually watched the whole thing, but yeah, I've seen bits and pieces. Either. It was pretty gorgeous. Yeah. Um, they were definitely going for a Batman Begins vibe with the, the marketing materials. Um, <laughs> Luke Evans was a cool Dracula.
1: Yeah, I, I think they could, should have kept that one as like a starting point. I
2: mean, yeah, I I don't want it to be a starting point, but I think they shouldn't just start fresh every time that doesn't go perfectly because they're, they're
0: going to start afresh now. They're going to try oh, and do it again. They're,
2: they're not. I I think they'll leave this alone for quite a while. Um, it's a failed experiment. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm it's sure. it's amazing.
1: No other company has been able to pull this off yet. Like, I mean, obviously apart from Marvel, but like DC I reckon will. DC is probably moving forward through sheer force of will well yeah most definitely (laughs) yeah that's not that's not an easy ride by any stretch of the imagination they're just like let's chuck money at this and big explosions and this will continue
2: and as i mentioned last week i've seen justice league um and now that the the reactions are all free to be online i think this is going to be rough times ahead for the uh for the dceu i think this could be the the not the beginning of the end, that was Man of Steel, but um, this, yeah, I don't know, did not like it and I don't think it's going to work out for them.
0: I, um, I I, I feel bad for Alex Kurtzman because he was a long time uh, collaborator with Roberto Orchi or Orchi, yeah. I don't know how to say his last name, I feel like this was him going out on his own and really trying to put his, you know, his foot forward and say, this is Alex Kurtzman and I'm... I'm here to kick ass and we're mm. going to take everyone down in this dark universe. It's we'll going to be awesome. These, like, and it's kind of just fizzled out and it's been a failed
2: experiment. His and, name is on a lot of shit though. Oh, so of course, of course. <laughs> of
0: I, but yeah. I've just, I just think, I can imagine where his head's at in terms oh, of yeah, his first totally. directorial debut. But, you know, you it's move rough. forward. Um, but um, to be honest, I'm not sad to see the dark universe go. I am. Um, I, really, I really, really like the intro. I love yeah, the, the globe. Get- yeah. Um, the universal globe um, intro thing. Yep. Uh, thingy. Got it.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. You're finger done. Finger you <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I like that thing. Um, you know, look, I, I'm kind of where you are, Ben, is, is I love the concepts and I loved where they were going as a general strategy. Yeah, it was going to be terrible and batshit insane. I wanted to yeah. see it, man. And, and you know, I just, it's it's a lot like the DC. Like the property is there. People love those characters. You know, people love the stories. People and, love the creature from the Black Screen. i got a poster <laughs> even above my bed. No, but there's a lot of people that are are really big fans of that old kind of monster horror, um genre. And I think that, and, you know, as you saw, there was this, bizarre kind of outpouring of love towards the original mummy films. And like, you know, there's, there's fans out there and there's definitely people that would have wanted to see this kind of thing. Um, and it's really disappointing that they couldn't just, you know, be a little bit more patient. Um, I'm talking to the studio, no, not the fans. Um, you know, the studio couldn't have been a little bit more patient, focused on making a good film and less focused on orchestrating this big universe.
0: Um, one thing, uh, final thing I want to bring up with this, something that I read in, the middle of the week about this, was that Jason Blum is potentially in talks to come on board for a reinterpretation of, um, you know, Universal's Monsters. Stay away, buddy.
1: Don't, just don't I do
0: love Jason Blum and the stuff he does. I think he's got a really good, as a producer, he knows how to pick the right projects and he knows how to bring in the right people to really nail the projects and for a good price. Now, I think the Universal... Monster category. If you scale it back, go for that five million, ten million dollar budget. That's where its bread and butter is. That's where its mm-hmm. home is. Jason Blum could be a very good guy to steer that in the right direction.
2: That was the big issue with the Dark Universe is they didn't want to make horror movies with their horror icons.
0: They wanted to make
2: blockbusters. They wanted to make Marvel movies. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I no, definitely that would be a really good way to go for them. And like we've we've got the like, is it a insidious or conjuring we've got like a conjuring almost yep. shared universe going on there yeah exactly something like that that'd be mm. wicked
1: and and if you look at how that has been successful it really is through make a good film yeah, as you said make a good sequel focus on that and then start and doing... sprinkle in little easter yeah. eggs here and there
2: that being said it's beyond me how you'd make a scary mummy movie nowadays but hey he could mm. be the guy who'd figure it out yeah. yeah well
1: i mean yeah when i when i first watched the mummy i was scared Scared me a bit, but um But I was you were like eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final story. Blade Runner 2049 is facing an eighty million dollar loss for Alcon Entertainment. Sucked in, Blade Runner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's um worst,
0: that's worst a, movie of twenty seventeen. And and <laughs> I'm, I tell, oh, I'm glad this is happening.
1: I don't know if I actually um uh mentioned this, but I, I rewatched Blade Runner. Um, Blade Runner one? No, um went back to the yeah, went back to the cinema and watched it again. How did um, you enjoy it? Apart from it being a very hot cinema and me being very tired, mm-hmm. um which nearly put because it it's not, not a movie like that's not a good one to see when <laughs> no, you're no, no, really tired. Like, <laughs> it is not a movie that um uh, that really kind of lends itself to a lot of action and and kind of keeping you awake, but having said that, still really enjoyed it. Um you know the sa- the sound is still really just I can't even imagine watching this outside of um uh, outside of the theater. I mean, I I've admittedly it, and it's kind of funny like there is a bit of a difference watching a film at home with like you know good speakers and without good speakers. And I I can't imagine watching films now without, you know, having a proper setup. Um it yeah, it really bugs me.
0: Yeah. Um
1: but yeah, uh um, what we were mentioning Blade Blade Runner 2049 Um, good film (laughs) speakers
2: if you don't know good speakers (laughs) I'm pissed (laughs) so what's what's funny here though is that Alcon Entertainment who I'd never heard of is going to cop the entire brunt of the financial loss for this one Um, Sony is going to get back their investment and uh, Warner Brothers I think had the distribution for it they um, they're not they didn't put any money into it I think so that's insane sucked in Alcon so for a company that I'd never heard of an 80 million loss sounds like a big one yeah, it sounds pretty bad. Yeah. That sounds pretty dire. So we're not but, getting. Uh, did later on did but, it really but lose that is...
1: much money at the box office, though?
0: I, I'm sure they'll get some back for with um, the Blu-ray sales. People will pick that up on Blu-ray. The punters will pick that up.
2: George, you got one. They got one sale already. George will do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really glad this has happened. Sorry, Alcon, but um,
0: <laughs> as we said, there could have potentially been more spin-offs, yeah. and I'm glad this is shut it down because I don't want any more fucking Blade Runner don't water sequels. It down. This one was so good, as we said in our review, go check that out. It's such a good two-hander mm. to the original, and let's leave it at that. No,
1: no one has really kind of come out and say this film is is terrible that I've spoken to or that I've really seen online. Like it's gotten from critics. Fairly rave reviews. Yeah, fantastic reviews. Um, So I I guess it's just one of those things where, you know. Let it be. (sighs) Let it be. Let it be. Get another one in 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. But as for uh, your mate Villeneuve, uh, he's on to bigger and better things. Um, In particular, the Dune franchise, which is an old other, you know, big sci-fi classic. Um, I've never actually seen the film adaptation of... Yeah, there's multiple. So
0: there's the the, the um, David Lynch one from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Then so that's the, the most famous one, though. That's isn't it? the most yeah. famous one, yeah. And then there's the sort of TV series from sort of 2003 or something, mm. which I don't think is supposed to be that fantastic. Um, and then there's a really interesting documentary from... Um, few years ago about that um, amazing director, very visual director. I can't remember his, his name off the top of my head. Um, he's from the Czech Republic, I believe. Sure. Um, but he had a interpretation of the film before Lynch was going to do it. Mm. And it, it's about that whole, what that film would have been, the concept. It's sort mm. of like this mythological... Film that never got created and yeah. a really interesting um, uh, documentary. I think, yeah. But I feel like Denny Villeneuve is the right guy for June. Yes. I feel really um, worried for the producers. Uh, if it's another Alcon, they're going to take a big loss because Dune is not going to appeal to a lot of people.
1: It's very much in the same vein as Blade Runner. Very much
0: so. Very um, sweeping vistas and the, the red, the, the, the dirt, the, the red look in
2: Blade Runner, that's strikingly like Dune. Yeah. Um, well, it's,
1: it's, it takes it, it's on a sand planet. You yeah, know. exactly. Um, Insiders
2: are saying that the red dirt is what sunk it at the box office. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you, I'm a bit worried about the, the new Star yeah. Wars. Do you know what I think <laughs> might be able to get them across the line is Dune, while it is very much in the same vein of that kind of sci-fi sweeping things, does have a little bit more action in it. Um, and Does it? Yeah. Uh, have Have you read the books? No. Okay. I. It's got a little bit more action and it's got a little bit more kind of um, less just kind of... Meandering, Um, it is very much an adventure story, um, and they've got the advantage. Like I can just see it now um, in you know their marketing material. They're going to have those giant fuck off worms. Yeah, the
0: Shay Huluds.
1: Yeah, yeah, like that. That's marketing gold. Yeah, like if they'll 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 do that really well, and you know, kind of create this buzz around it that I don't think that you'd have had with Blade Runner. Because with Blade Runner, they were really counting on a lot of people having come to it who had appreciated and or even knew about the original um and it was a companion piece and if you didn't watch the original then you probably weren't going to get the sequel so i think that's probably where they um may have failed in that aspect whereas this one you don't need to have read the book or watched the original film or anything like that um i think you'll be able to come to this fairly fresh i don't think anyone would though i'd be very anyone surprised would what? go see june i don't think, I think there's a
2: such a small chance of a good and successful Dune film. Yeah, this min, in, uh, minute. Yeah,
1: I, I, I just have a feeling that they could, they could market it in the right way. I think that imagine Spielberg Ele-
2: was coming on board, I'd be like, yeah. You imagine know, Dragon's Song in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, that'd do I,
0: that, because Villeneuve yeah. is in, I, I just can't see it. Yeah.
2: No, it's I, gonna I, be too
1: good to be popular. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling that they, marketing wise, not movie wise, but marketing wise, they can sell this film. Much more than they did with Blade Runner. Hey kids, you like sandworms?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All righty, that was the
1: news. Yeah, oh, marathon
2: s- news. My god, Stacked. hopefully nothing happens for the next week.
1: Ah, <sighs> <sighs> uh, George, where are we? It's trailer time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Freckle. <fair> <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where I was going with that one anyways. I was kinda yeah. panicking. <laughs> I've got to start writing these things beforehand.
0: I loved it. I loved it.
1: Um all right. First off is Early Man.
0: Love this. Is... this. I'm a big long time Wallace and Gromit, trick and run. Um Trick and run? Trick and run.
2: Trick and run.
0: big, big fan of um Ardman. And yeah. um I, I cannot wait for this. It looks so unbelievably British, like mm. that just that British humour. Um, and I uh, love it. I'm the, uh, so keen for this.
1: The pirate one that they did recently. The pirates, yeah, the pirates, yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I thought that was fantastic. I really kind enjoyed of, that. I feel like yeah.
2: these movies are so kind of niche. Like I don't think any of the kids want to see them. Most adults wouldn't. But uh, I
0: remember being a kid and loving Wallace and Gromit. Though like,
2: Chicken you, Run was a big one as well. Yeah. You you were very British though. I was. I had my, my your, tea. Your little shorts and your knee-high socks <laughs> <laughs> with a with tea and bickies <laughs> in here. Um, yeah. Yep.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> Wallace! Mummy, Wallace is so funny. <laughs>
1: Oh fuck it. I um yeah no but I'm I'm very much in the same boat. I I loved Wallace and Gromit. Um I love this style of animation that's so clearly Aardman like it's mm, just yeah, not being done by anyone else in that fashion. Um and they just keep get getting better at it. Like you look at the I old Wallace stunning. and War-
0: Gromit and <laughs> You look at the old Wallace and Gromit and they've just learned and gone so good um I I'm just so unbelievably impressed with the look of this,
2: mm. and this is the the actual creator
1: of Wallace and Gromit directing this one, which is cool.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Mm.
1: It's very cool. But um, you know, as 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 a concept as a movie, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, but just yeah, I think that I'm pretty much on board with
2: anything. Anyone who's still making stop motion animation, I just absolutely applaud because there is no money in it. No. And i i don't want i don't want the art to die out you know yeah so uh, it's just good to see people doing what it. was the
1: last one Cuba, apart from Kubo last strings. year that's right and that was a Fucking fantastic brilliant. I saw that three
0: times in the cinema wow. I really loved wild. that movie um, and I don't think it made fuck all I don't
2: think like is going to be making any more movies to be honest <laughs> Damn, That's
0: yeah. so sad That's so sad
2: but Do they not have anything in production? <clears throat> don't think so.
0: Can
1: I just quickly check this? You look yeah. that up. We'll, well talk about yeah. another <laughs> animated film <laughs> uh, Gotham by Gaslight um new batman movie um yeah. from warner
2: brothers animation studios they've been on a rough road for a little while now
1: what was their last, was it was a killing joke or something
2: yeah and that was fucking horrendous i mean that was worse than the dc eu it confused EU. Me the dc au and the dc eu um yeah they, they've not done a good one in a while i feel like flashpoint was probably the last one i really engaged with i really enjoyed that one um this one's based on a, a fun little story from uh, the late 80s. It's credited as being the first uh, DC Elseworlds story, which is kind of the equivalent of the Marvel What If, like the story set outside of the continuity, um, where Batman is hunting Jack the Ripper in the in the old London. Yeah. Which is a, just a, a wacky concept. I, I love these sort of one-off stories.
0: Yeah, very cool concept. Um but i just don't know if i like the look of this no. um i just don't know if the executions there i think the the concept is definitely just fantastic and mm. i would love to see this work but well, we were just talking this about was very unimpressive to me we
2: were just talking about stop motion animation dying out and the same thing is with uh 2d traditional animation um warner brothers animate animation studios. Like you know, you look at uh, Batman: The Animated Series, and that looks a lot better than this. Mask of the Phantasm, like yeah. that's when they were working at their peak, and uh, it's the the
1: talent isn't there anymore because the mm. money
2: isn't, yeah, unfortunately.
1: And it is something like because I'm I'm not going to pretend to be someone that's into anime or that knows much about it, but having this looked at anime. this trip or or animation in this style of animation, um, and it's just not something that I that I thought, I thought that looked really good. You know that you can, you watch certain animations and you're like, oh yeah, I instinctively like, even if the story's bullshit, this looks cool. This to me didn't really jump out. Yeah, you've
2: either got your amazing looking anime with a
1: horrible, incomprehensible story or
2: really crap looking American animation that's well written. Yeah. Or in the case of a lot of the recent ones, really poorly written.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Although actually- (laughs) Worst of both worlds. um, Justice League Dark, I really liked it. I saw that one recently. Hopefully this one's cool. Well, with any luck it is. Um, probably still won't see it. Uh, last of all is uh, Agents of Shield. Season five, baby, we're back. This is so like excited.
2: Jason X or oh, one. They're in space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like this is like a complete series rehaul from the look of it. Like that. This trailer felt very much like all right. Let's get some new viewers on board because um, it was not going to get renewed last season. Disney stepped in and said, "Hey, ABC, Fucking we do it.
0: Renew that shit.
2: Do it." <laughs> Do you know who we are? <laughs> Just leaning on him a bit, so that's really cool. So this isn't probably the um, exactly where I wanted the story to go, but fuck, I'll take any anything. Um, the the last season ended with a really cool, like the fact that they're in space was introduced like in the post credits bit of of the last season. So this is wacky, and I love it. I really like this trailer. I think it looks fun. Yeah, it definitely looks wacky.
1: Yeah. It kind of like I'm 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 on that stage, and I I think Georgie might be on the same. Which is like I'm. There's a good chance that if I let myself get into Agents of Shield. I'd, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, so but I cannot be bothered. Yeah, because I feel like I would have to like slug you through in, a season. You have to, to invest.
0: Do you know what this reminds me of? Geo Storm.
2: What? Yeah, Geo Storm had heaps of this very, kind of stuff. Very rude. That's not an just interesting like, thing to say. Not,
1: not talking to you anymore. <laughs> I think he's just trying to do you up, and yeah. that's got to be. I'm just saying that
2: Geo Storm. You up. A, very good for for a TV series. I think Agents of Shield. The production looks great. I think the, the special effects look really cool in this. for a TV show, for yeah. a TV show, yeah. I do like Agent Coulson. I mean, compare it to fucking Inhumans. Jesus Christ. Finally, Inhumans is dead and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can get back on TV. Hell yeah.
1: Has Inhumans finished up?
2: Yeah, the last episode's done. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Are you going to? It? Of course, yeah. I've watched the other seven, my God. Wow. Did, did it get any... Like, was no, it got about worse. It? it got worse every time. Wow. Got, the only thing worse <laughs> than when it started... Was,
1: for, sorry, for a second, we were, we were going to get an Inhumans rant. <laughs> The, the,
2: only, the only thing worse than when it was like being super dead serious and boring as shit is when it tried to be funny and I just wanted to cry myself to death. I'm just, it's the worst show I've ever watched. Oh, definitively. Full stop. Not, and I don't mean like watch it all the way through. I don't mean like any, any other qualifiers. It, it's the worst show I've ever seen.
0: That's the headline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. That's, that's the trailer's done.
0: That's the trailer's done. Let's launch into something that I've wanted to talk to you about all day yeah. with you guys, all on, guys, week with you guys. Let's
1: stand up for this segment.
0: Welcome to Georgia Star Wars Corner. You know... Have a good time. <laughs> have a great stay. I'm, I'm have a great stay.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yes.
0: Have a great stay. You start writing um, these in advance. I feel like you couldn't yeah. let that fit in every No, time. I like doing it off the cuff because it comes out just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have some big, big news. First of which, Ryan Johnson to helm our new Star Wars trilogy. Um, this is really cool news. Um, so, Couple details to really take note with this is that this is not going to be part of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to involve Ray. Um, it's not going to involve Ray. It's not. Well, it's not. I it's not going it. to involve pose, pose
1: <laughs> Is it going to involve Finn? <laughs> so yes. This, yes. It's
0: purely focused yeah, on Finn.
1: This yes. could be. No, and I, I know not. it probably won't be, but this could be what we talked about i think it was a couple of episodes back about what we would like to see as one of the spin-offs. knights um, of the old republic knights of the old republic yeah. or something so far removed because yeah. that's the interesting quote that they had they said that um johnson will introduce new characters from a corner of the galaxy that star wars lore has never gone before or or never before explored that i mean that almost seems as though they're not going to do anything that star wars lore has explored which means that knights of the world republic would be out of scope like is this a brand new? yeah brand spanking new having said that i do I, there's the chance either and, and either way it's far more exciting for me for to have this kind of prospect than anything surrounding the star wars or the um uh the skywalker Lineage thing My my first thought on that quote was We're finally getting the
2: Star Wars Marvel crossover
0: (laughs) Never been explored before I am This is what I've been waiting for This is the announcement I've been waiting for Because as we've spoken about at length On the podcast Han Solo Or Solo A Star Star Wars Wars story It's just not something that gets me very amped And the Star Wars universe is so massive. You've heard it all before, you know. There's so much to explore. Let's get in there. Let's get stuck in and see some new shit. And they must be so happy with the Last Jedi to bring him on board. Really? Um, he just knows how to play the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm I I'm more excited for the Last Jedi after hearing about this. I am incredibly excited that they're not going to be double dipping doing a well i hope they don't do a boba fett and this and that hope they really get stuck into this kind of notion because you do this trilogy and then in six seven eight years time bring back ray bring back daisy ridley bring back poe do 10 11 12 that's a great strategy it's a really great strategy and i think that's the way it should go forward and i'm
2: pumped do you think Mm -hmm. this undercuts episode nine at all No It's news Because it's like Ryan's the best We're going to give him A whole trilogy Uh, JJ's going to do This little other movie No I don't think so I
1: think I think What it is Is very much They've already given um, You know Unbelievable amount of praise To JJ Abrams Um, So And I don't think anyone Well I I don't think
0: inviting him back As well is like uh, Enough to You know That's enough of a gesture To
2: say where their head's at With JJ That, That was not a Clean situation though.
1: No, but he was the guy that, that they went to when they needed someone. And I think they, that that says did, did, what it- Desperate yeah. help. <laughs> um, and I think that kind of shows where their faith is with him. Um, and I think that Ryan Johnson is in that position in his career, at least, that it looks as though they thought they could get someone in, you know, that's not committed to other things for the next God knows how many years this trilogy is gonna take. Um, so, I mean, I think that's the strategy behind it. I don't think that that really undercuts J.J. Um, Abrams. Um, oh, just just the, the, the announcement feels so early, you know,
2: before these other Star Wars movies. Like this is just insane to me that we're one movie into a trilogy and they've announced another trilogy. It yeah, makes but sense, to be honest, though. it's, it's what, what I wanted.
1: It's what I wanted and it's what a lot of people thought might happen, although I think they thought it might happen a little bit closer to the current storyline.
0: But it's not like Marvel haven't done that before. I mean, it's the same. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the same umbrella company. You know, obviously, Lucasfilm and Marvel are going to operate in very different ways. By
2: the time Marvel had started running this much Steam, though, they had a few under their belt. We've had like one good one and
1: one bad one from Star Wars. But right if you
0: look at the and bottom line, well, if you look at also, the bottom line, Rogue One did very well at the box mm-hmm. office. Yeah, but
1: uh, gives a shit about that. And and when you're talking about having a couple under your belt, you're talking about one of the oldest and most beloved franchises in the industry. So I think they they've got enough backing to be able they've to do good this They've
0: got goodwill. They've got a massive following. The I mean, IP is they, bigger they than ever.
1: Did some horrendous shit in that prequel, and they still have good following so i mean that that brand is and if anything the goodwill for
0: the prequels is has increased i feel Mm -hmm. people are more into the prequels nowadays
1: yeah
2: i don't know i just this is just so much i don't want this much star wars my only
0: concern is what if the last jedi comes out and it's like
2: eh Mm.
0: you know oh wow that was a step down from the force Awakens. (laughs) so you're still good but it wasn't as but, good, and that that's, would that's that would be a bit of a bummer.
1: Expectation, if like it's, how it's, how many sequels have ever been better than the previous Like direct sequels have ever been better than what's come before? Well, this movie in, in the history of sequels, if you're pointing and, to like one,
0: if but but movie, that's the pedigree that it's holding up to, We're If just this movie is not better lineage. than the
2: Force Awakens, that's that's not going to be great. No. Like, it certainly won't perform better, I don't think. No, I don't but think it But if it's not better, just a film,
0: then I, I don't know about that. I hope it, I hope it is a better film. And I think. Oh, I, think yeah, oh, I feel like, like, it it like it has to be. It has to be. And I think it will be. Um, but in that event where it does have a drop down, this is a very premature um, announcement and could fire, backfire on them. Mm. Mm. I mean,
2: we've seen with the other big studio that gets this kind of fire ahead of it's, it itself – um, DC Like yeah That announces this many more movies Than they've already made Marvel kind of staggered it A little more I think Was DC And with That's Like their plans Have fallen apart So many times Like the number of movies They've announced And they're never talked about again And it's completely scrapped So just You know Horse before the cart A bit <laughs> Yeah it's intense
0: and then the other big news of this week is um, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but Star Wars is going to get a live action um, TV series through Disney's um, streaming service. Um, once again, I, I hope they tap into some different stuff. I hope we see something new because uh, that's that's where it's at. I'm not a massive fan of the... I like elements of Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm. There's some really great parts but on the whole, I'm not that into them.
1: Mm. What do you think about it like a Game of Thrones style <laughs> Star
0: Wars? Just story. redo A New Hope as a series. That's yeah, yeah, really yeah. what I want to see. I yeah. want to see a new interpretation. See, I, I want to see Tom Bombadil <laughs> <laughs> on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, you know what, I would have rather had as a strategy is for them to do these kind of Star Wars stories as TV series. Yeah. And like or even on like a kind of anthology type stuff. That would have been cool as opposed to trying to make this film that, you know, I, I don't think worked as well as it should have.
0: Imagine yeah. if solo comes out and it's better than The Last Jedi. <laughs> <Whoa>. Imagine <laughs>
1: imagine if solo comes out and it's good. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine it. <clears throat> yeah. I had someone asking me like, you know, why do you think it's gonna be so shit? I was like, just everything about it? Like yeah. there's nothing there's no redeeming qualities of this film at the moment. Did we ever mention
2: on the show that reports are saying that Ron Howard has reshot 80% of that film?
0: I don't think we did report on that, actually. Yeah, mm. Well, it's,
1: it's out there and that's that's terrifying.
0: So I think, you know, what that means is all the CG, all the main action sequences are in place, but um, all the dialogue was basically reshot.
2: Yeah, I mean, they they would have like doubled the budget on that film almost.
0: <laughs> Do you know, actually, going on this story, We I remember reading them them saying that the the reshoots were supposed to be i think seven weeks i believe when mm. that first announcement that lord and miller got ousted mm. was seven weeks and by the time it's all wrapped up it's been four and a half months of shooting and on they, solo
2: they only shot for like four didn't
0: they? yeah so they've based like how do you coordinate that kind of project and still hit that release date i don't know These i don't guys... think
2: we'll ever find out what the budget
1: was on this film <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it's gonna be 300 400 million probably
1: that's insane. Yeah. That's
0: utterly insane. It's probably going to break even. It's probably going to hit the same kind of numbers that
1: Rogue One hit. And had also probably billion. be a shit film.
2: You think there's any scenario in which one day we'll get the Lord and Miller cut? No. Like the the, the Donner cut of Superman 2 you know came out decades later? No. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's going to be in the, the vault. They're going to incinerate it. Yeah. I, they're probably it's already been deleted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're not going to have like this whole like this is not coming out of the vault. Like Johnson's just accidentally like leaned on something like oh no it's gone forever
0: well that's it for Georgia Star Wars Corner let's get into the final segment of this week's show which is question
1: of the week Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) what is that question fantastic
2: that question is from user um, I love Lucy 69. Um, 69, 69, 69 gun to your head what is the greatest film of all time Ooh. This guy's gonna blow your fucking brains out If you and don't answer he counting down? And, But he, he's he's like He's a smart guy He knows if you just say some random thing
1: Yeah So if you're like Citizen Kane But like you've never seen that have you Click
2: And he's counting down The exact amount of time we have left in the episode So <laughs> Anyway I'll um, go first Since you guys probably want to think about it um. <laughs> Connor you're done <laughs> Oh god <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Um <clears throat> Runner-up for an answer, I just want to give would be Back to the Future. I think is a perfect film. It's not I what I asked. Bang is yeah. I know, I know. He would have shot me there, but uh, I think he would appreciate my passion. Um, Before you die, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, Back to the Future is the most ageless, timeless, beautiful piece of filmmaking ever. Uh, but no, my answer for the, the the greatest film ever made, the thing that I think embodies all of, of of cinema and everything that can be done with it, is actually Mad Max Fury Road. Wow. I think it's the most immaculately made film. Wow. Uh, like if you have to pick an answer, which I don't think is a reasonable question at all. Yeah. Um, but I would say that absolutely. I think it's uh, the most amazingly put together thing I've ever seen. Watching that in the cinema every time, it just blows my fucking head off. Yeah. And I think it does so many things in so many different ways. It's such a visual movie. Um, you could watch that a as visceral a visceral film. Yeah, you could watch that as a silent film or as a black and white film, which I've done. And I, so I think... In that way, it kind of embodies all aspects of cinema, and
1: uh, I think it is perfect. That is incredibly interesting, simply because it seems to be one of those. Dove, uh, it's one of those films where a lot of people either love it or hate it. I've never heard anyone say they hate that film. I I've never heard I, anyone say they dislike that film. I, I have talked to people that were like it was monotonous and and like there was no story and all that stuff. And I, look, I, I personally think that they're wrong and they're stupid and they should go away. Um, but no, I think there's 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 a very real criticism from people saying that it's just a big car chase film, which it is, which which it is, and I that's what I love about it, and that's one of the things I think makes it such a um, a fantastic film.
2: But it also has like unbelievable this story and this pathos to it, which is just I don't I can't believe how many elements of that film are in there and how many work. Mm.
0: I I find there's there's those there's those um pieces of art that come along and they utilize the medium perfectly. The example I always use for the graphic novel medium is Watchmen. I feel like mm-hmm. that u- utilizes that visual with text and panels to perfection. And mm-hmm. I feel like what I can say about Mad Max Fury Road is it utilizes the medium of film to per- to perfection. It it draws the sound aspect, the visual aspect, and, and it just creates such a mood and a feeling that it's, it's, it's an experience going to watch that film and you feel it. And I you also feel think it.
2: it is both thematically and from a production standpoint, timeless. I think you watch that movie a hundred years, it'll pack the same punch. Yes,
0: I, I, I 100% agree with you there.
2: So that's the one I'm going to throw up into the, into the satellite and shoot out into space.
0: Um, for me, um, like my personal favorite film since I was not 20. what I asked bang <laughs> since what, 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 what did you ask greatest film of all time greatest film now See, is that is that an objective like... is that is that my is that you've got it
2: you've got to go to your head you answer the question however you okay, want okay
0: I'm going to answer it as what my personal favourite is bang <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's me dying <laughs> Damn, What? <laughs> that reaction was so good You guys look so freaked out <laughs> I thought you were actually dying <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't
1: know that happened to someone My when they got shot in the head <laughs>
0: favourite uh, I, I really love um, Dark City That's one that I've held on to since I was like 20 Well you
1: haven't held on to it have you? Because I've got your Blu-ray still. Oh, do you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's been sitting in my. Apartment. It's it's actually moved houses with me. I've the got sound is like... fucked on it though.
0: Yeah, The yeah, sound yeah. is fucked. I've on I've it.
1: I've had it on like, for like the last five so years. So I just watch it
0: on on DVD. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. but I so I need that back. Mm. Good luck. One luck. these um, years, I, I think it's somewhere there. <laughs> um, that's that's just a film that um, really captured my imagination when I was younger, and um, it's one that I love going back to. I feel like it's just filled with imagination. It's by no means a perfect film, but so you are um, so dead. The so, yeah. <laughs> way it connects with me is the best film that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it just when I first saw it, it just surprised the shit out of me, and um, I'll hold on to that.
2: Yeah, and that's one a lot of people probably haven't seen. So we should say if you haven't seen Dark City, check it out.
0: Can we do a review on that? We can, yeah, do, a, we can do a review.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't because you're dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's um, my
0: dying sound. Yeah.
1: I'm going I, to edit that gu- out. Gun to the head. and I, it, All right, so I'll go now. Um, gun to the head. Gun to head. Gun to the head. Have to think of something really quick. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with Fellowship of the Ring. I mean, not only do I love that film, but it is, you know, often kind of loaded as one of the best films of all time. Um, The bestest, the bestest. I and I I, I recently rewatched it um, in, you know, in the theaters, and and when we emceed the event, when we emceed the event for the big deal, um, (laughs) Jesus, with uh, we there was the whole like um, trilogy that they showed um, that film to me encompasses everything that you want from storytelling, from storytelling and just, you know, film. Um, You know, the attention to detail into that film, the, you know, the clever. just one of my favorite things to do is um, look at how they used forced perspective and I, I cannot, you know, express how impressed I am with that um you know just the the ingenuity of the way that they filmed that um and also just the way that they adapted that story um yeah i think that's that's fairly straightforward answer on that one yeah yeah
2: a good answer the only point i'd mark against it is it's one of a trilogy which so you do get shot
1: in the leg but as a film it's fine isn't it right Oh, yeah, he's great. I've already yeah. been shot in the leg. I'm trying to
2: justify why you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, but yeah, George is dead, so you fared better than
1: him. Yeah, well, then I would have accepted that if I had picked Two Towers or, um, mm, mm. Uh, or you, Return you of You would have King. accepted getting shot in the head?
2: <laughs> no, 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 in the leg. <laughs> right.
1: Because, you know, that the film itself doesn't make sense without without the context of the but other three. But
0: if you said The Hobbit Battle of Five Armies, Jesus Christ. That is would that have been, not
1: the obvious answer?
2: That would have been amazing. Anyway, the funny thing about bullets is they hurt you whether you accept them or not, so yeah. good luck with that leg.
1: <laughs> so good luck with your leg. Um, yeah, but oh, I'm pretty sure I'm in the same boat as you guys, which I, I was, you know, having movies flash before my head and be like, well, no, that could be that, could be that, could be that, could be that. Mm. I wanted to go somewhere in Pixar.
0: I, I wanted to say it's that not bad. the no. one film that's always heralded as the best of all time, The Godfather, I really love that film and I, I think it deserves that. Mm kind of title and i can understand why it's got that kind of recognition mm. i think that's one that holds its own you know often you hear oh this film is the best of all time and you watch mm. it and it's like "Eh, mm. that one is yeah. a timeless masterpiece you know yeah, what i agreed. would i would
1: accept more as a question is what's the best um you know for example horror film or what's the best because i think a bit that, of a niche down yeah you have to niche down when you're talking about that because filmmaking that's why i found it
2: such an interesting question though yeah it's, it's more uh about the person being asked yeah, yeah. Like because I don't think there can be a greatest film of all time but well, I, yeah. I think it's, it's I mean if,
1: you, if you're not for example if you're not into fantasy or you're not into you know that kind of you know medieval style film then you're never going to pick Fellowship as yeah, well, the greatest film ever made yeah, I was asked this question a while ago that's why I had one in the chamber um, so to speak but uh, I would like you guys to actually
2: think about it for, for the next week and maybe yeah. come up with a, a, real, a real answer yeah like a, a legit one for
1: you <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it, guys. That's, uh, that's it. That's, that's it. it, guys. That's it, guys. <laughs> what Wait, a way guys, to wrap up. Guys,
2: the... <laughs> guys, that's it.
0: What a way to wrap up. That's it, guys. We'll see you next week with the boys Connors. <laughs> <Karnas Yeah>, bye. <laughs> and Benny. <laughs> that's it.